Hello and welcome to our greatest sport, the podcast that breaks down the wonderful sport of professional wrestling, the past, present, and future. And tonight we're going to talk about WrestleMania 34, which I'm sure we'll have a lot to say about. But first, a few reminders. Please add the Our Greatest Sport podcast on Twitter at Our Great Sport. And leave a comment and rate the podcast on iTunes so more people can check out uh, the podcast. And tonight's a very special night because we have my man, Tyler Q, from the very cool podcast on the show. Tyler, welcome. What's up, my man? Not not much. Not much tonight. This is this our is, second go-around time. because we very had... cool that you're having me on. I appreciate very, it. <laughs> yes, very much so. <laughs> This is our second go-round because uh, we started talking about Enzo Amore on the first go-round. Yeah, go we don't round. talk about that. We're not going to talk about him. This is the only time <laughs> the only time we're going to mention his name throughout, and I think that will suit, suit us well. I don't think God wants us to talk about Enzo Amore right now. He has been deleted. He has been deleted, indeed. And so we're going to talk about WrestleMania 34, which was uh, was an adventure, for sure. It was a long. very long we'll show. It was long. And so you had you had a, a two hour uh, pre show with three matches, and then the regular show, the main card, was five hours, which is pretty bonkers. Yeah, it's like it's a, like we were saying before. It's a it's a long hang, man, for anybody really. How many people did you have over? Do you have any, anyone over? I had uh, there were six of us all together, just a few couples coming over to hang out. So, and like I said, they all left. Uh, probably Naya, Alexa, they were out, right. which was, I mean, there was three more matches after that. So, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, everyone has fun. Like we have snacks and like food and stuff, but like, it's just kind of hard to commit to five hours of anything, especially when you're not totally into that. I mean, wrestling is a very unique thing for people to like, kind of give your time to. Right. So it's hard to like kind of commit to that but some people are troopers but five hours is like i said it's it's a long time to do anything at someone else's house right i i was spent the whole seven i did the whole seven hours and my kids could only could hang for like two of the hours my wife did <laughs> so like my family did shifts watching it with me yeah, and yeah, so yeah i watched it on my own at first then my wife came in for a couple little couple hours and the kids came in a couple hours but what yeah after the naya uh match the kids were pieced out as well they could care less so if you didn't have a phone and like twitter and instagram like wrestlemania would be probably pretty hard for anyone to hang with because you got to have like your eyes being glued for that long like you have to have you have to be interacting with someone else like online or whatever like right like just on twitter like going back and forth or like seeing what other people are thinking for you to like kind of keep interest in something that goes on for that long Right, I had no idea how I how I did it before. <laughs> yeah, for, but like, yeah, can you even imagine watching that? I mean, let's say like 1995. Just, I yeah. mean, maybe you're a kid, so it's maybe different. But like, just having something else to like take your mind off of, just like five, seven hours of just pure wrestling all night long. I think when I was a kid, I was just wrestling along with them, like <laughs> slamming my pillows on the ground and doing yeah, like. Yeah, yeah macho man elbow drops onto yeah. like hard like <laughs> i don't know when did you when did you when was i think you've been watching wrestling a lot longer than i have but when was your first wrestlemania that you watched well i relapsed for sure but uh the yeah. first wrestlemania i remember like like vaguely seeing was wrestlemania 4 okay the tournament uh, yeah. 
and so I can, so I was three years old. That was like one of my first like core memories. You know how like the movie Inside Out, like you have core memories. Mm-hmm. Well, I have like Wrestling Island in my head. And so, <laughs> um, so yeah, that was the first one, the the tournament. Um, so that so uh, a lot of people rag on that one, but I really really enjoyed that one just the little bit that I remembered. I watched it the other day, uh, and it's I I still like it. So. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I got into wrestling during like Attitude Era pretty hard, like early yeah. '90s a little bit, but hardcore like Attitude Era. But I never, ever, ever watched the pay per views. Like my dad, mom and dad like wouldn't let us buy them because they didn't really even like that we watched wrestling. So I never watched the pay per views ever we until got questionable for sure for a second. And I like I lost wrestling maybe like 2001, maybe 2001. Right. Because I think it changed channels at some point that we didn't have. So I just stopped watching it. And then I didn't – like you said, I had a relapse too. I didn't get back in until uh, – what's punk? the rumble that Cena came back? Was that 08, 09? In, in Madison Square Garden, right? Yeah, the one where he yeah. came back. That yeah, was the first – that was my first introduction kind of back into wrestling again. Right. And ever since then, I think that year – was the first WrestleMania that I watched that I actually like ordered and watched with my friends. So I've been in since like 25, 24, 25. Wow. Yeah. My, my first WrestleMania back was 30. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a good one to come back. It's a great one to come back. (laughs) But yeah, it was, it was CM Punk. Like I I was definitely a summer of not so much a summer of punk, but I think that was a little bit before, but like, that's Brian winning, right? Yeah, yeah, that's Daniel. That's the uh, the Daniel Bryan one. And, who's, uh, who's Punk? Is that Punk Orton? Uh, on on thirty. Yeah, he was out by then. Because the 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 previous year is Punk Undertaker. Okay, that was his last. Right. Okay. Yeah, okay. that was his last mania. But like, but I remember like YouTubing a bunch of like CM Punk matches, right? And then yeah. when the network came out, I'm like, perfect. I'm gonna yeah. do it. But then the Royal Rumble, that's when that's that was the last thing that he did um, before he left the, the next day. And so I was a little bummed, but the Daniel Bryan thing kept me going 100 percent. And so, uh, yeah, I came I came back. I came back into the fold that's at it. that point. That Rumble was such a bummer because didn't Kane like pull him out like very like sketchy. And, yeah, like, he, was, that was, he was just gone. Like Punk was just gone from here on out. <laughs> Dude, what a bummer yeah. that was. Yeah, I don't know if it was like Authority Kane or uh, yeah. or, or it Demon was it Kane. was a, it was like pants and like no boss shirt. Kane. Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> if I had a seven foot boss, I'd probably be scared too, and I probably wouldn't want to fight him. Lame Kane, dude. <laughs> so let's 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 get into four years later. We had WrestleMania thirty four, and uh, and so. As we're talking about the the long hang that is WrestleMania. Well, yep. our, it all started with the men's battle royal, uh, so which we saw uh, Matt Hardy victorious, but not without a little bit of a surprise. Uh, Bray Wyatt has returned from, from the lake, the of, lake Re- of reincarnation, baby. The lake of reincarnation. I wonder what kind of fish are in that lake. And I so, think he got into the dilapidated boat and made his way to uh, New Orleans. Right, yeah, he and he they ended up finding him, or he he they didn't end up finding him, but he just miraculously reemerged. So just showed up, right? And so yeah, so he helped Matt Hardy uh, get the get the victory. Um, and so, did you expect Bray Wyatt to look any different at all? 
I to I totally did. I really wanted him to come back as that first rendition of him with like the white pants and the the Hawaiian shirt, like the flowy Tommy like Tommy Bahama shirt and yeah. the the like derby or whatever, like the straw uh bowler hat or whatever. Like I kinda bummed that he just is just Matt Hardy's friend now. I wish they would have like we- repackaged yeah. him way hard, you know? The weird friends. Just the dreads gotta go man i i can't i can't hang with the dreads anymore here's what i would have loved i love i would have loved the beard to be shaven and i would have loved like i mean he is thinning a little bit but i would love like a hipster haircut and for him i mean he's a cult leader so might as well make him like you know like a pastor that like that's on late night tv that wants all your money you might as well i mean if you were like the Jim Jones, like dark aviator sunglasses. Right. That would have been pretty sweet too. Right. For sure. I mean, <laughs> I mean if, if this is the lake of reincarnation, then I want him to be holy. Damn it. Yeah. That doesn't really make a whole lot of sense that they brought him back as like the dreadlock butcher man again. Like if he goes into that thing, have him come out something totally different, but now he's just like, he's nice now. Right. Yeah. He's just happier. They, yeah. They could have done so much more. With that, I <laughs> he's feel like, the joyful Bray Wyatt. Not much has changed. <laughs> Just his heart. His his heart is full now. Oh, man. But, yeah. But it's good to have him back. I, I mean, I'm excited for him and Hardy to, like, maybe they're going to start doing tag team stuff together. Or maybe he'll make him carry the big-ass Andre the Giant trophy around. <laughs> right. Yeah, the, the, the trophy of the wonder of the eighth or something like that, whatever so he good. calls it. So and we're recording this the day after Raw, and uh, Jeff Hardy's back. Um, so it should be interesting to, to see what Brother Nero has. Uh, it's going to be story. weird if they don't, like, you think they'll p- pair those three up, or do you think there'll be, like, drama between, like, Matt and Jeff, like, hey, who's this new guy? Like, I'm back. <laughs> well, I mean, everyone's changed but Jeff. Yeah. So, still, rocking mean... the, still rocking the, um, the wetsuit. Right. He, he did not take a dip in the lake of reincarnation. <laughs> no, maybe, maybe he needs to. Maybe he needs to drink the Kool-Aid a little bit, right? Okay. And hang out with Get, George uh, Washington, the giraffe. What was his, um, what was the weed whacker guy's name? Senior Benjamin. No, right? no, when, no. When, um, that's one of Jeff's guys. Oh. Remember he, in uh, one of the deletions, he was like, oh man, what was his name? But he was like. He had a match, but he had a weed whacker, and he was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. All I've seen like spaz- was, yeah, all- Fazzo or something weird. Gr- Greedo? Grado? I don't remember. I, don't I can't remember. But uh, all, all I've seen is the ultimate deletion and the final deletion. Now I'm saying deletion just like that. Like, it's just one thing that <laughs> comes up in my regular vernacular deletion. It's good. I'm, I'm, I think they did a good job with final or with ultimate deletion, and I'm, I, I hope they do more of it. I mean, it's got like we said before; it's got like the WWE kind of like whitewash to it. But I think they did a good job, and I'm I'm actually really stoked to see them do it a lot more. Yeah, for sure. And then maybe the absolute mule spot monkey will be uh, taking a dip in the <laughs> lake, lake of reincarnation too. Take a ride in Skarsgård. That's right. <laughs> and speaking of incurable uh, spot monkeys, we have the the cruiserweight match of uh, Mustafa Ali uh, versus Cedric Alexander. Um, so these guys are, they say, the heart and soul of uh, 205 Live. Uh, so after uh, he who shall not be named, 
yeah. relinquished the title. Uh, did you start watching 205 Live at all? I haven't. I've like I said, I only, I kind of only dip in when it's on Raw, when it was on Raw and on SmackDown. But I've actually never watched the the real show on the network. Right, and did which you, is a bummer because yeah. I know there's a lot of good matches, but I just sometimes it's too much wrestling. I can't fit it into my schedule most. Of the time. Yeah. Did you end up watching the uh, cruiserweight? Uh, uh, not the cruiserweight championship, but the uh, the, the tournament. tournament right? Yeah, the tournament. I didn't watch it. No. Oh, you you got to go back. Yes. You got to go back and do it. Some great stuff there. And Mustafa Ali, who who's kind of a, a no-name guy uh, that, that was on the tournament, he, he he got ousted in the first round. And Cedric made a good run as well. But these two guys are at the end of the, the Cruiserweight Championship tournament, and they got a match here at WrestleMania. And it's really cool to see Mustafa Ali, who's com- completely worth watching, and Cedric Alexander. So not being too familiar with these guys, what did you think about them? I like, I like that gar- that uh, getup that Mustafa came out in. That was pretty rad. Sub Zero. That weird like, the we yeah the weird <laughs> like uh, LED like visor thing he had on was pretty yeah. sick. Uh, this match was actually really really good. It was really I think, I think the crowd was popping for. It. I think it, I think they both did a really good job. I think it'll bring. I don't know. They need to still figure out what they're doing with the cruiserweights. I like the new like direction they're going in right. with uh rockstar spud what's his name drake maverick right Drake maverick yeah i think I, it's cool that they have like a figurehead at it and i hope they can figure it out right yeah the last few episodes before the wrestlemania i, I would recommend those as well uh roderick strong did a great job buddy murphy he's on 205 live now instead of nxt he's a problem uh but mustafa ali man like he's he wasn't the victor here uh cedric alexander came out with the victory at the lumbar check but uh Dude, let- the lumbar check looks like it legit hurts. Yeah, no thing. I don't want to take that. I would not. I would never want to take that move, man. Like, especially when there's a few dudes who sell it so good when he hits his back and then they hit their back on his knees and they like pop up. Drew oh, Gulak man, it's flies. The, it's one of my fit. Yeah, Drew Gulak <laughs> takes it real good. Yeah, I thought I thought he was gonna make it in the finals, but he didn't. He didn't make it. I think Mustafa Ali beat him to to get into WrestleMania. But these two guys, I think I they think... needed their their two best performers right. to, at this WrestleMania match, and I think they got it. I think they put on a great match, and I, that embrace they had at the very end was awesome, dude. I was getting a little misty right there. It was really good. Yeah, because because it's very clear that these two guys were competing at the top of their game, and yeah, and they they knew they got everything they got, you know, at, at that time, you know, the, they both gave hundred percent in this match, and I liked it. It wasn't the best cruiserweight match I've ever seen, but it was really yeah. damn good. And uh, what's the what's his his move? He does the spin, the zero four five, right? Something zero, like four, I was about to say it's thing, Chicago's area code, but I know that's not true either. That thing's nuts, dude. I, that yeah. thing is wild to watch i like that thing a lot yeah if i may recommend recommend a match from that uh the tournament leading up to this i would recommend mustafa ali versus buddy murphy uh yeah so go back and watch it if you got time it's really good and this was a really good uh pre-show match all right and uh so the last match of the pre-show we've got the women's battle royal all right what did so we got the second battle royal and so what, what were your thoughts on this one my thoughts I don't know if you noticed the same thing, but the fact that they gave Becky an entrance and then all of the other women came out and they did Bailey and then Sasha. That was really awkward. I thought that was really weird. That was really awkward. Yeah. Why didn't they all just come out together? I get it that those are kind of the main 
women at this moment, but it was it was really weird how they did that. Well, the way they usually do it is they'll bring out all the like the other women, but then they'll make like the the heavy hitters come out separately. But the kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, to 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 stagger them like that was really really weird. It felt really strange. They went to a commercial and then and then was it, yeah, as, went into the middle of they, they gave Becky her own right. entrance. And then I was like, they're not gonna do all like twenty, twenty five women out I mean they could they could have the songs real quick or whatever, yeah. but the fact that it was Becky and then she got in the ring and did her thing and then it was like 18 other women just <laughs> coming out like no music was super or just the stupid kid rock song or whatever but. Uh, yeah so one one thing that was i think was really noticeable was that a lot of new women were in the match and there was a, a con- lot of nxt women. yeah there was a, a big contingent of nxt women there was there anyone in particular that uh uh that you were impressed with trying to I know that uh, what's her name, Carrie Sane. She's pretty fun to watch, right? She's great. Yeah, that's right. She I was like a part her. of it too. Yeah. And then that newer, the bigger like Indian girl, right? Yeah, I don't. I didn't. I didn't catch her name, but sure. she's I'm trained by the great Kali. You could tell that she was trained by the great Kali. <laughs> her her knee, her knees like barely bent, so maybe she was. <laughs> she's big. Yeah, she's a big girl, but I think. Yeah. Uh, who else stood out? There was um. I know Peyton Royce was in it, right? I like her. She's my number one. Uh, so Kyrie Sane, yeah. I was pretty, I'm, I'm pretty familiar with Kyrie through uh, the women's tournament that they had, uh, the May Young. But uh, Peyton Royce, like sh- she's got super long legs, and she was just kicking the crap out of girls. Like it's almost like a leg, uh, a leg clothesline that she does. It's just so brutal. Yeah. But she, I thought who's she did the, a great job. Who's the girl with the really super long braid? Who was that? Bianca Blair. Yeah, I think that's her she, name. she pulled a pretty sick, uh, like, uh, like four fifty splash off the of right. Her, or yeah. is that what she did? Something like that. Sick. But but what I think is even more disgusting and fantastic at the same time is her whipping girls with her hair. With like, the hair, like a with her braid. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, it goes right down to her butt, and she just whips girls with it, and it's the most that's gruesome long, thing. Long, long hair. Long hair, don't care. She's going to kick her butt with it. <laughs> but the main story here is obviously Bailey and Sasha, right? And so yeah. uh, I think after Raw tonight, you know, their story kind of, they, it's clear that they're still friends, but they're turning into frenemies, don't you think? They've yeah, been like, frenemies for a while. I wanted, I wanted Bailey to win this it's real bad, actually. Like, yeah. I'm a... As lame that Bailey is sometimes. Like I, I like Bailey. I think she's a really good wrestler. Yeah. I like her personality. I kinda wish they would kind of just figure out what the hell to do with her, but I wanted her to win real bad. And I really, really like this uh feud she has with Sasha right now. Yeah, and don't do you think that Sasha get what was was coming to her on this one? Oh, absolutely, man. I love that. I mean, you can you can see it coming, of course. Like yeah. some but like what happened like uh Sasha went to give her five or whatever and she tossed her out, right? Right, yeah, Bailey tossed her out there because I think what happened before in the elimina- uh, elimination chamber match was Sasha oh, did the she same thing, like climbed the pot or whatever, right? Right, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think I thought I thought she got was coming to her too, but Naomi never got eliminated. I didn't. I actually didn't notice that at all. I didn't. Like, I wasn't. I, when Bailey knocked out Sasha. I was like, yeah, I popped pretty hard, and then I noticed that no bell rang. 
mm-hmm. and then they panned over to Naomi just sitting in the corner. I was like, wait, Naomi's still in this? I hey, didn't even realize it. Whatever gets the job done, in my mind. So, so Naomi was smart. I'll say that much. So, I don't know. I was happy with the Naomi really one. really likes Naomi. She was, she was pumped. My girlfriend loves Naomi. She's a big Naomi fan. Oh, she's great. But I personally wanted ba- – I wish Bailey would have won it because I think she could use – I know she's she's always going to be on Raw. She's always going to be one of the featured women. But I felt like – I don't know. She could have used that trophy or whatever they had. Yeah, the, the – I forget what they call that trophy. I know they I know they renamed it. It's not the Moolah trophy. It's not the Moolah trophy. It's the some weird ovarian shaped trophy. It looks like a uterus for right. sure. It totally. <laughs> whatever, whatever is an educational tool for children about the human anatomy is all is always great in my wrestling. <laughs> so, but yeah, I I think Naomi's a great person to show uh, either your wife or your girlfriend or your kid. You know, like hey, here's this great woman wrestler. You know, her the way she looks is fantastic. She's a she's really athletic and. And yeah, she she deserved this win 100%. I think it's definitely a good way to get. I mean, battle like I think you asked me before, we all got deleted, but battle yeah. rows are a great way to just get people on the show. I mean, how else are you gonna sneak 50 extra wrestlers on the show? And I think battle rows is a great way to do it. For sure, for sure. All right, well that leads us to the main card. We finally made it. We're here. The main card. The, the next five, the five. The beginning of the five. The five hours, <laughs> but. But the show started off with the the bang, I thought, the show proper. So we've got Balor, Rollins, Finn Balor, I should say. Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, and The Miz for the Intercontinental title. Yeah, so I this this match was a great starter. Um, so it, it definitely was high-paced. Uh, both three guys are great. And so for the current roster, right, where do you rank yeah. Balor... Rollins and the Miz, as far as the best all-around wrestler power rankings are concerned, I think. I mean, the past few weeks they've had uh, Finn and Seth do quite a few matches, and and those are barn burners, man. Finn and Seth are just like they're they're almost the same guy. Mm-hmm. So they can. I, I mean, I love I love Finn Balor so much, man. Like, and I love Seth. I think those two yeah. are like. Probably the two best wrestlers on the show, dude. They're so good. This match was really, really, really good. It was good. really I mean, good. The Miz is – he's just – he's incredible, man. He's not the greatest wrestler, but when it comes to, like, a big-time match, he can always, always bring it, I feel like. Yeah, he always comes up when it counts. I think in the last three years, at least, of course, uh, he was gaining a little respect here and there, but – I think once he he had that meltdown with Daniel Bryan on uh, Talking Smack, I don't know um, if you remember that. Smack, yeah. I mean, he was always been great before that, but I think he really came into his own, you know, just being himself and and just being a really really good wrestler. Like he doesn't need to do the flippies, the flippy Flips splashes. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, he's For just sure. he's just super solid and I thought he was really important in this match, you know, just I just felt like he really like took advantage. Miz, I like that he told the Miz to Raj to go to the back. I, I thought that was yeah. pretty cool. You know, they they say being a dad changes you, and I guess that's what he was telling everybody. You know, like you know, I'm a changed person. <laughs> that's his big thing right now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he he fought with the Miz, not the with the Miz Raj, but he had the three on three with the Miz Raj tonight on Raw. Um, but 
what what if what have you won with the mistrush? I mean, there's some sort of shenanigans that always seems to happen with those guys, but yeah. I just really I'm glad it, they didn't come down. I th- I'm right. glad it was just kind of a pure match with those three guys. I think it was pretty red. Right, and there is a few moments in the match, like uh, you know the coup de gras while the Miz is put putting a uh, uh, Finn in the figure four was really great, and then the end of the he match that. he pulled that um he did the skull crushing finale off the top rope or off the, right. the second rope that was pretty sick. Whew. Yeah, they just these guys just <laughs> came out, man. My friends were here watching, and I mean they don't watch it often, but like they have questions about mm-hmm. the coup de gras. Like, what do you? What do you think about that move? You like the coup de gras? You think it's like? I mean, he's a lighter guy. I mean, it's, it's not just a like weird move when it's like my move is to jump on your stomach. Pretty much, it's such a weird move. And I feel like he pulls it a little bit too. He's like, oh, I like this is really devastating, but not. And that he's, move looks he's like two hundred pounds. Real hard to take, honestly. Right. I if mean, you kind of didn't flex up and you weren't ready for, it, I bet you could like really get hurt doing that. I feel like. Right. For sure. And it's not like Yokozuna's coming off that top rope landing on you yeah. either. But it could be. It could be Yokozuna <laughs> back in I the mean, day. But um, I love seeing Seth win when Seth won and he like started swinging the belt around like Texas Chainsaw style. Yeah. I was sick. I, I popped for that pretty hard. And, and, he, and he did that, you know, when he won his title like three years before, you know, when he when he beat yeah, Brock yeah. Lesnar in, in Roman Reigns. But but yeah, so the, the curb stomp onto uh, the Miz, I think he did it to Finn Balor onto the Miz, and then again onto the actual mat, and it was just a really great match. Yeah, and I think this. I'm so, I'm so glad the curb stops back, man. Like, it's, yeah. it's one of the things I'm probably most excited about in wrestling right now is the fact that he's allowed to do that move again. Right. I mean, they might call it the. Did they call it the, the blackout, blackout for a second? Right? I don't. I'll, I'll have to go back and review the tape. <laughs> you know, slow mo, you know, or you know, put it on closed captioning or whatever. But well, I'm, just, I'm just glad the fact that he's not doing the pedigree, which was it's never his. And then he had that weird ripcord like knee strike, like yeah. that was always super hard for him to kind of like it just never flowed. But like the fact the curb stomp is just it's a great move, man. And like you yeah. said, as he did it, as he's got him in the or when did he hit it? When he had him um in the the figure four, right? There's a coup de gras, so I, th- I forgot what exactly. Okay, yeah. I forgot like what the the setup was for that, but it was just a great opportunity for him to come in and 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 do it, you know, onto the miss. <laughs> I've never yeah. seen that before. Uh, yeah, that was good. So I mean, I know I know the Miz is is a you know a changed person apparently. Congratulations to the Miz and Maurice on their new kid, but uh, you know Seth Seth pulled it out, and now he's your Intercontinental Champion. And so, what, here's the next question. What's next for Balor? I don't know, man. Because they, like, I mean, he's always going to be, like, one of the top guys or whatever. Like, he's always going to be over, you know. But yeah. he's just, they keep putting him in these huge matches. Like, the fact that he's never got a title match. He needs the, He needs another match. From losing it. I, just, I really, really thought they were hitting his storyline pretty hard when he was in the elimination chamber about like, well, here's his chance to get the title back. And then he just, I mean, he always puts on great matches, but they just, I mean, I'm only saying this because I'm super biased about him. I love, I love Finn Balor, but I mean, he's just going to always kind of be meddling around the inner content. I mean, he's probably going to be feuding with Seth for like a while over that mm. now. Right. 
I think so. That seems like the next the next right choice, especially now that it's been announced that Brock is staying with the WWE, and it seems exactly. very clear that, 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 that was Roman. The fact that it's going to be Roman and Brock for who knows how long from here on out. Like he's probably not going to sniff the Universal Title till Roman wins it again, right? Next year, maybe. That's that's too bad, but I, but I think he's. He's a great wrestler. He's a, he's a he he lost this one, but that's not without putting together a great performance. I think so. And what are what are they doing with like Anderson and Gallows? Like they can never really decide to like stick them with him like full time because they're always doing something else. But they're always in like Balor Club gear. Yeah, I thought they were bros. I don't really get it. They must have they must have had some sort of truce with the Misraj in the back. Or, or the biz or something, you know, like, we're going to do this one-on-one-on-one. On one on one. No one allowed. <laughs> but, yeah. I, mean, I don't think he really – he doesn't really need Anderson and Gallows. I know that it's, like, a throwback to, like, Bullet Club stuff. But it's just – I wish they would either just, hey, Finn, we're going to do our own thing. Or they just stick him with him from here on out, you know? Yeah, we'll see because the you – because know, Gallows and Anderson, they're, they're, they're great guys. Uh, you know, but they haven't really sniffed the title themselves. They might have had one or two matches. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully, maybe there's going to be a superstar shakeup. Maybe they'll go they'll go over and challenge the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. But we'll we'll see. That's remain that's remain to be seen. So let's let's move on to the second match of the night, which almost oh. was one of the best <laughs> the best matches Man. of the night was uh, Charlotte so Flair versus Oscar. And so. so good. So here's a pretty big question for you. Is this in the top five women's matches of all time for you? It's got to be, man. Like, Charlotte – I mean, I was never big into, like – I mean, I don't even know if there's any really good Divas matches that you could throw in here. But, like, Charlotte's been in, like, probably three of the top five. She's just she's just so Easily. good. And sticking her with Asuka, who – I'm not a huge fan of. I'm not a big Oscar person. Really? But like they just they work together so well. This was a yeah. really 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 good match. Yeah, I mean, Oscar has had her 5-year streak, so she put that on the line. I mean, even yeah. though Charlotte put the title up on the line, you've got the streak too and and apparently streaks go to die in New Orleans because Yeah, uh, I could I, <laughs> the I was pretty gnarly. I couldn't I really couldn't believe Charlotte ended up winning. That was pretty nuts. Well, when you when they get in the ring together, and this is my next point, I mean Charlotte's tall. Like she's she a, was, she was like almost like how many inches do you think she had on her? Maybe a, like six. She's a monster, man. When she stands up straight and like flexes, like she is, she's a beast, man. She is incredible. Yeah, I mean, Oscar had the the striking right. You know, like no one's gonna outstrike Oscar, but. She's just, I mean, Flair can toss girls around, like, no yeah. problem. So who else can rival Charlotte in this area? Like, who who else can go toe-to-toe? Like, not even both. I mean, as far, yeah. I mean, as far as, like, size, I mean, there's Nia, of course. Right. But, like, as far as just being a pure, like, wrestler, man, there's not much, man. Charlotte is, she is the league of her own. She is the total. She is the total package, man. She can do everything. She is so good. She should just call herself the total package because she's <laughs> Lex Luger wasn't for sure. She's oh man, she's she's incredible. And just having Oscar, who's just like you said, her striking and like she 
Yeah, man. The this submissions too. This was an awesome match. It's worth another watch. And I thought one of the best parts of the match too is uh, Flair goes up to the top rope for her uh, moonsault onto Oscar. Oh. Oscar was ready and put her in. I, I forget what it was. I think it was the Oscar lock, but it was like a glove almost. Yeah. You know, it's so Lots seamless. Of how, did, how did this end when she was going for that knee strike? And then, or how, how did it end exactly? Yeah. It was the um, nat- not natural selection, but the figure four, and and so Oscar had been working on Charlotte's elbow, and so oh, Charlotte right, got when she went up into it, and then she like turned it into like well, she was she bridging on the, the one bridge. arm. She, oh man, that was awesome, dude. That was she's sick. she's so strong. She's so good. Like she's she's so good. I can't. I honestly can't say it enough, man. She is awesome. She is so good. Right, and so I mean, we'll we'll talk about Rousey a little bit later on, but I mean, other than pure athletic, like freakiness, no one else can rival Charlotte. Maybe other than Rousey at this point, um, we'll get into Rousey a little bit later. Um, so that's a little that's a little nugget for you to latch onto until we get there. But um, but yeah, so the streak is over for Asuka. Uh, what's next for her? Because I'm thinking about it, and I mean, if she stays on Raw. And Rousey's on Raw, maybe that, but like, I, I mean, she know. wasn't on Raw tonight, which was kind of weird. She was, no, you're right. She wasn't on Raw tonight, so she might be on SmackDown. Uh, we might, we, maybe we should have done this tomorrow, but I digress. <laughs> We're doing it now. We're doing it live. This was the first. This was the first instance of the the entrance when they did the like the augmented like 3D things, right? When the masks yeah. came out, what did you think about that? Um, I was. I just thought they're gonna pop out on my screen. I'm like, did I need to run out of my living room? Uh, that was really weird. It looked really <laughs> cheesy, honestly. I, I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, it wasn't too big. Of, they tried something different, but eh, we'll see. But but we'll. we'll I also, mean, as far as yeah. Oscar, like, I don't. I mean, I mean, they're gonna have the shakeup, so you can't. I don't really know where she's gonna go. She, she's been on both shows for the yeah. past like few months or whatever, so I don't really know where she's gonna go. I think she's special enough to kind of go wherever she wants to go. Um, but, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing her have another match with Charlotte. That's for sure. No, no, that'd be great. I think that I think I have a feeling that what that's what might happen. But I think it's just a big question mark right now. So we'll see what happens to another favorite of our. Well, maybe not of your, maybe not of yours, but Oscar uh, is one of one of my favorites, um, especially well, after I mean, NXT. As far as the streak being over, like, wh- how do you feel about that? That they just, I mean, streak's got to come to an end at some point, but. And if it does, there's not a better woman to do it than Charlotte Flair. What did she say at the end? She's like, you were ready for Oscar. (laughs) I love her English. I love her English so much. That was tight. She's great. So that leads us to our next match, which is probably my least favorite match of the night. Uh, In my show notes, I just wrote meh for uh, Jinder Mahal, uh, Bobby Roode, Rusev, and uh, Randy Orton. I mean, my favorite part of this match was probably I pop every time Bobby Roode comes out because I like his song right. and I like the spinning thing that he's on and I like the glorious stuff. But other than that, yeah, yeah I mean, everybody wanted Rusev to win. Like yeah, he seems too. to be extremely over, but they just, I don't know, WDB just doesn't pull the trigger on that kind of stuff, man. I don't, I don't really know what they're doing with him. I don't know. I'm not a huge, I'm not a huge Rusev guy. I think he's funny. Yeah. I like him on Total Divas and stuff, but as far as like, in the ring, he's he's fine. He's just a big guy. But, I mean, he did this cool cannonball teams. thing that I was yeah. actually pretty pumped on at the beginning yeah. of the match. But I, 
so I'm just gonna skip to the end here. Mahal wins. <laughs> yes, I mean he gets which, the U.S. title, which, which is fine. great. I mean, it, it just it seems the most natural progression of that whole feud is like, I don't know, just give it to Jinder, whatever. I mean, he hates America anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean it's perfect. Maybe yeah, he wins the Indian, the like Indian title. Who knows? I don't know. He'll rename the it the Punjab title. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but I think I think Rusev definitely has a beef a beef here and. uh I would love Rusev versus Mahal, to be honest. I would love Rusev to be stomping on some backs. Word on the street, Orton's going to take some time off after this, which is fine, because nobody, I think anybody's going to miss Randy Orton too much. No. No. And Bobby Roode is like, I mean, I'd like to see him elevated to like the title with AJ or whatever. I think that'd be cool. I like, I like Bobby Roode. Well, another thing too, like, like I was talking about Asuka and and Charlotte, like he was kind of dwarfed here too. I mean, Mahal, I mean, he's just like a physical specimen <laughs> in, he makes, in itself. He makes, my gir- he makes my girlfriend uncomfortable. Mahal or Rude? very uncomfortable. Mahal? Yeah, his veins. Hey, he earned those veins, man. He worked <laughs> for those veins. No, I know, no, for sure, but he's just, <laughs> his body is just, it's chiseled, man. It's like, yeah, it's man. too much to look at sometimes. It is. He's definitely overwhelming in a lot um, of senses. And, just one more thing we can move on but like every time he does what is it called the coloss right yeah coloss every time he does that i really really feel like he's he is going to break somebody's neck when he does that move right maybe that's what maybe that's what he's going for <laughs> he just he locks it in and then it gets them so high to the fact where they kind of like spin on their mm. neck and i feel like every time he brings them down it like ugh, it makes me cringe almost every time i watch him do it yeah, I mean, this is supposed to be this is supposed to be a competitive match. We're not supposed to kill people here. That, I mean, that's <laughs> that's for that's for the main event, killing people. Yeah. All right. All so, right. You, you, it's funny that you were like, "Let's move on." Five minutes ago, but we talked about that match for quite a while. <laughs> part of me kind of loves, part of me kind of loves Mahal for some weird reason, but he does yeah. make me uncomfortable. So it's like a love hate relationship. So I mean, out of all those four people, he's really honestly seems like the most natural to kind of have the belt and just do his thing with it. So I'm fine with it. I like Jinder. For sure. He's fine. For sure. He kind of cheated his way into the, the, the world title, but yeah. I, f- I feel like this, this was a little bit better way for him to get some uh, credibility in this win. Yeah. For sure. Never, never forget WWE champion, Jinder Mahal. Never forget. Never, never forget. forget. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's get to what I I think I this might be my favorite match of the night. This is definitely was, most of the surprising match of the night for me because I had honestly, such little such little hope for were yeah, low, low, exactly. low this one, but it was surprisingly really really good. Yeah, we got Ronda Rousey and Kurt Angle versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. All right, so let's just get to it. What are your thoughts on Ronda? Holy man, I don't like. I mean, just these past few weeks, she hasn't. They've protected her really hard. She sucks on the mic. But she brought it, man. She was. She can suck on the mic all she wants. <laughs> dude, some of that stuff she was doing with Triple H was like. I mean, I had friends over who are UFC fans, and they're mm. not huge Ronda fans, but like, they know what she's capable of. But like, they were popping hard, man. Like, she, she was awesome. She was really good, man. Yeah, there's two specific parts of this match that really. Actually, three. I'm gonna say three. First of all, her speed. She is fast. Like, I I, I don't know what to compare it to. There's no one faster in the women's division. Division, I think. Yeah. 
Uh, and then second of all was that she deadlifted Triple H. Oh, man. When she rolled into that, like, Samoan or, like, had her up for almost that Samoan drop, like, dude, I was, like, freaking out. I popped hard for that. Right, that yeah, was awesome. yeah, and that like she had not so much a rolling Samoan dro- drop on Stephanie, but like it was a very fast slam. I don't, I, I don't know what else to call it other than like the turbo Samoan drop. <laughs> I mean, her just picking up Triple H was like that, incredible, that alone. man. That was insane. Right. So, yeah. So I definitely had low expectations on this one, and and Rousey, I think. Like I said, no one else in, in the women's division other than Charlotte is just a freak of nature as far as, like, athletically is concerned, you know? Yeah. She, brought, she brought it, man. She, she was man, great. She, she, like, like I said, I had low expectations for this match. It's kind of just one of those, like, I mean, every year has the, like, the mixed match where it's, like, something kind of goofy happens. But this turned into, like, a really good match with, like, a lot of drama in it. Right, and so here's here's one thing that I'm, I want to ask you about. So there was this part where Triple H tripped Rousey, and then Rousey just peppers Triple H with a bunch of punches. So, yeah. so this uh, would is this okay? Is this is this abuse? Is or is well, or is this fine? Like in the in the realm of like a, a sporting, like they signed up for it, right? It's funny that this match started out pretty traditional mixed match where like only the women and the men can fight but like it just they at some point the rules just flew out the window because right. wasn't triple h didn't he do that whole thing where like he grabbed the ref and he's pushing him into the corner and he's like hey man it's fine it's fine it's fine and then it kind of get a raise so they just yeah they just threw the rule book out man it was like it, a lot of, most of the best parts in the match were triple h versus ronda rousey i thought that was really, they did a really Great, good yeah. job of that right and especially the arm bars yeah. Armbar on, on Triple H specifically because Stephanie, for some reason, knows how to protect herself against an armbar. I guess if you're training, have a bunch of money to spend on training, you can block an armbar. But Triple H, when she slapped that on him, like she was just r- ripping on it. I thought he was going to tap out <laughs> at that moment. She's wrenching it, man. Yeah, good for her. Good for her. I mean, uh, I-, I thought she looked what'd great. About, what'd you think about Angle in this match? Kind of, he's just kind of there, right? Right. Do we do we want to see Angle in another match? No, I don't. I didn't no. want him to see him in that Survivor Series or yeah, sur- Survivor, yeah, Survivor Series. Series. Yeah, or when he was with the Shield. What was the match where he was with the Shield? Yeah, I think that was afterwards. No, that was before. He was. Ugh, he's cringy, man. He's. I mean, he's cringy as the GM, but like, I don't. I don't need to see Kurt Angle wrestling. I know they probably gave him that as like it'll probably be his last match. I would imagine, yeah. but I don't need to see I him put so. the boots, man. I think Triple H can go for a couple more years. He he still looks phenomenal. He but, looks. He's gonna be doing WrestleMania matches till he's 60. he died in the ring, man. <laughs> right. He's gonna be. He's gonna be like eighty, and still throwing. As long p- as they punks. let him ride one of those trikes down the ramp, dude, he'll be doing it as long as he wants to. So. Him him and Stephanie, man, that's marriage goals right there. <laughs> Couples goals, if 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 you don't believe in marriage, but that was that's funny. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. But yeah, Angle, man, like he had a few really good moments, you know, and he's still tossing people around. But uh, man, I worry for his, spot, his, right? the suplex spot. That was pretty good. Yeah, but I worry I worry for his broken freaking neck, man. So yeah. uh, <laughs> take it easy, Angle, man. Take it easy, man. But, but all yeah. in all, this match was like, like I said, we both said like our expectations were pretty low. But it, it, I mean, 
almost everything I've seen on Twitter or online has been like, this is the match of the night. And I, I can't argue with them. Yeah, for sure. And I think it has a little bit to do with our expectations too. I think yeah. everyone had low expectations, but once Rhonda came in and just cleared house, man, it's, it's game over. So she, I, I mean, she, she showed that she's been training. Like she, like you said, she was super fast. Like I said, the best spots were her, like her picking up triple H was incredible, dude. I could yeah. not believe that. Yeah, so I definitely want to see Charlotte and Ronda at some point. It doesn't yeah. have to be soon, but eventually, in the next two years, give it to me. And then, and then when she had Stephanie in the armbar at the very end, right? Man, Stephanie can act her ass off, dude. Like when she was just screaming, she's like, "No, no, no!" And then she finally, she was great. The part was like, she just tapped immediately. It was so good, man. Stephanie is, she is an A plus player when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah, she's great, and she's just nasty. She's yeah. a nasty woman. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. So uh, I think once we start talking about some other other matches, my, my opinion may change. But up to this point, this has been uh, my favorite. And that's saying something when you've got the first two matches, the Intercontinental and uh, yeah. the SmackDown women's. So it was good, man. It was. Yep. I mean, I can't stress enough. Like expectations were supremely low for it, yep. but it turned out to be like, Man, like a WrestleMania moment type match. I think we can raise our expectations now. Yeah. I think we're safe. I'm excited. Are you excited to see her break off and kind of start doing her own thing with the women? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Stephanie. I mean, she's. I mean, she's the boss. You know, you don't really think of her being like athletically gifted, but Stephanie is. I mean, like she works out a lot, and and I mean, she may be older, but she's still in really great shape. But yeah. man, once you get her in the ring with someone like Asuka... Or or Charlotte or maybe I'm, I'm trying to think of some others Naomi even, but yeah. um, but Becky yeah. maybe Becky or maybe some Becky. of those like SmackDown girls yeah for sure so yeah I, she's gonna be great so let's let's move on because we still have got one two three four five <laughs> we still got quite a bit <laughs> we've got quite a bit of matches but I don't think we're gonna have too much to say about this next one so we got the Usos yeah, we can, Bludgeon we Brothers and New Day. What do you think about um, New Day's merry little pancake men? I mean, (laughs) they always bring it, man. New Day, like, them popping out of the cereal box was maybe the funniest thing I've ever seen at WrestleMania. But, like, I mean, these dudes are, they're great. I love the New Day. But as far as this match is concerned, it was. It's almost like they didn't take the Bludgeon Brothers seriously at all. Like, you're about about to get them, like, they. Bludgeon, okay, so I didn't really think much of the Bludgeon Brothers before. So you got Eric Rowan and, oh First my, of all, the, yeah. the name is absolutely atrocious. Right. I, all I can think of is Super, Ma- uh, Super Smash Brothers, Super Mario <laughs> Brothers, but the Bludgeon they, Brothers. They got to figure out the outfits, man. I can't, I can't do it. I can't watch them in those. They look so uncomfortable and they look, ah, I can't. They look so bad. So bad. Want to know who probably looks great underneath those? That sounds really <laughs> bad. But Harper, he slimmed down a lot. Oh, yeah, man. For sure. Right. And so these, I, I mean, stupid name aside, but they're a problem. They are, I, don't, I don't recall them being this vicious uh, when they were in the Wyatts. But, uh, man, they just made quick work of the Usos in New Day. I mean, I, yeah. I think 
Uh, we saw tonight AOP, the authors of Pain, they're on Raw. I mean, I was hoping for them to be on SmackDown so that we can have a super host, uh, super host division yeah. on uh, SmackDown. But man, we'll we'll see what happens here because it was complete destruction, and so and and I think we 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 just got so used to just the stupid name, and but they're they're problems. So we'll see what happens with them in the weeks to come. Was there anything? even memorable about this match to you at all no <laughs> it was what was memorable is that it was so short yeah the the usos throw a lot of super kicks a that lot. seems to be all of 90 percent of their offenses splash kicks and frog splash yep that's what they got or in suicide dives yeah <laughs> that's what they, they got. throw a lot a lot of super kicks a they're, lot they're a lot better with their new attitude but yeah uh, but I mean, I guess the magic of the Usos and New Day had to end at some point because they've had some really I mean, great matches. It's weird that they kind of pushed this whole like the Usos have never had a match on the main card, yeah, and then, then they get... kind of just got squashed. I yep. guess. I mean, I feel bad for them, but I mean, that's just what you got to do, I guess. Keep getting those checks, Usos. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I think they'll get another shot eventually at the Bludgeon Brothers, but I mean. Like I said, Bludgeon Brothers, their dumb name, really strong and scary dudes. Yep. Right. All right, let's move on to uh, another match that might not have happened, uh, but <laughs> Undertaker versus John Cena, I guess. Undertaker. All right. Oh, man. Did you, like the, did you like the John Cena in the crowd thing? I thought that I was awesome. I loved it. It was funny. <laughs> I loved it so much. What do, you, what do you think the ref said to him when he ran back? What was... What would have made him go back? Like, do you think the ref was like, I think I saw The Undertaker? Like, well, you saw that's... that lightning strike in the middle of the ring, right? Maybe there's some like real, like, ominous clouds coming in. He's like, dude, yeah, I've seen this before, man. Here comes The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just, but like... rad. I, I love that they kept showing Cena just kind of sitting there enjoying. Like, I mean, there was, I can't remember what match it was, but some big spot. And they showed Cena. He kind of stood up. And it was like, a cruisers, I think. Up. That was kind of cool. They kept doing that with him. Yeah, I think it was the cruiser rate, the cruiser rate match where he's like, "Oh, that's right, yeah, interesting." Apparently, that's that's uh, the the John Cena white guy voice. Oh, yeah. You, before you get into it, did you? Before we get into the actual match, right. did you want Undertaker to have another match at WrestleMania? No, man, I really didn't. But I, but part of me is glad that he he did now. So, and I'll tell you why, because the, the year before he laid out his gloves, he laid out his hat, his duster, right? I mean, there yep. were tears welling up in my eyes and I'm like, this is it. He's done. He looked like garbage last year for one not thing. Not good. He did not look good at all. And Roman just made an example out of him, right? Yeah. But like when Cena, you know, three or four weeks ago, when he starts just calling him out, I'm like, well, I, is this a great idea? I don't, I don't think so. But once the match started going and we saw, uh, they say vintage a lot, vintage Cena, vintage Orton. <laughs> like we really saw vintage Undertaker. Like he wasn't old school. old school, man. I mean, and so walking the ropes. I mean, I remember the first time I saw the Undertaker like live during that first Survivor Series when he dropped it on Dusty Rhodes. Like that's a, that's a freak of nature move back in the day. But for him to pull it out now, uh, you know, that's, 
it was really great to see him flying around. I mean, he wasn't going to do any dives out to the outside like in his match with Shawn Michaels, but yeah. uh, he made an example out of Cena at you know for at, which was really crazy to see because Cena is such a good wrestler despite what you think of him. He's a good wrestler. I really, really liked when Cena was going for the five knuckle shuffle and Undertaker did the sit up slipped. and Cena did that like like the My, you know move. Oh, I thought. I loved. I thought Cena pulled that off perfectly. That was awesome. My wife laughed. I laughed too. <laughs> She's like, uh. <laughs> but yeah. But I don't know. I really don't know if I want to see Taker wrestle wrestle again, man. Like him getting the win. I think it's a great way just to finish finish his career off. You know, beating a guy like John Cena in the way that he did. Uh, I mean, I was expecting a longer is, match. But... I feel like after last year. I mean, that was a perfect for him to go out, leaving all his stuff in the middle of the ring, doing right. the, like, fist thing at the end, you know? But, like, this had no, like, closure to it. Like, he just beat Cena and then walked off, which makes me totally think he's coming back again. Well, I know uh, for sure one thing. Don't talk about Undertaker's wife's Instagram account. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I always... It makes me laugh to know that he's married to Michelle McCool. I, I chuckle every time I think about that. Hey, I, so I wasn't around when she wrestled, but she did pretty good in that Women's Royal Rumble. I was oh, pretty yeah. surprised well, she came by back it. and killed it, yeah. Yeah, she was pretty long long and lanky, just like her, her hubby. So, but yeah, I don't... Well, who Who is left for under... I don't think there's anyone. Tell who's, me who you think is left, and then I'll tell you what my perfect scenario for him So you, you have a perfect scenario? I kind of do. I thought... I wish they would have done it this year. I wish – I think his last match will be with Kane, and mm-hmm. I think it'll be a buried alive match, and I think that will be the end of The Undertaker is with somebody, Kane, burying him, and then that's Whew. the end. Because like I said, there was no closure to really Undertaker at all, which makes me totally think he's coming back. I was expecting a retirement point. speech tonight. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I guess that's See, the on, only he way. He wasn't on Raw tonight. Right? No, he wasn't. So I think that's the only thing that I could, I would bet on because any other situation, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would say like, I'm just throwing out a name like Daniel Bryan, but that makes no sense at all. I mean, so I guess you know brother's got to fight, man. He's gonna, they're doing that 50 man rumble. He's going to be in it and win it. He's, <laughs> I think he'll totally Book be it. in it. Yeah, we'll see. Under- we'll see. And we'll talk about that a little bit later, too. That the, fifth, the, nope. the greatest Royal Rumble. The greatest. Yeah, I forgot the greatest. The greatest. <laughs> Why bother doing any more? This is the greatest. The greatest one. 50 guys. That's a lot of guys, man. Yeah, just get a, get some local Saudi Arabians in just to toss out. And... <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> enough, enough about local Saudi Arabians. Uh, <laughs> so, next match. This is the match I was probably the most sentimental about the one that I was looking forward to the most. We got Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn. So early in the match, uh, Daniel Bryan, he got hurt pretty early on. And so at any point in this match, were you worried about his health? First of all, I love that Sammy and Kevin didn't come out to me or they came out to music, but I like that they ambushed them. I thought that was awesome. I like that. But, um, I mean, I, I know that you were probably stoked for this match, but I 
wasn't all that excited about it. I mean, I love Daniel Bryan. I like his story, but I'm I'm not here for Shane McMahon being in WrestleMania matches anymore. Right. Yeah, I think this is the last one for me because, you know, talking about health or whatever, like a week before he had that hernia. Or, yeah, he, they gave him the Brock Lesnar disease. I don't know yeah, the, You know, they have Lou Gehrig's disease. This is Brock, Le- Brock Lesnar disease. Diverticulitis. Right. And so, like, I mean, he, who knows? Like, he could have really had that hernia in the middle of the match. But I'm just like, I think I'm, I think I'm done. I mean, like, I really didn't think he was going to hit the coast to coast. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Which was rad. I mean, I can't believe him. he can still pull that off, man. Right. But I, I think, I'm, I think I'm done. You know, there's only so many times you can fall off. Uh, a 50-foot cage yeah. <laughs> without shortening your lifespan. Uh, I mean, he's got hernias. Uh, he's beat red five minutes with, you know, into the match. But, you know, with, with that being said, uh, Zayn and Owens, man. So I think they did a great job. I mean, they lost. They're no longer on SmackDown. And after tonight, <laughs> neither of them are on yeah. Raw anymore. Yeah. And so and do, you, do you think this was a fair match because if we go back you know this goes back until like last year's SummerSlam with uh AJ Styles and Kevin Owens match with yeah, I know they've been pushing this storyline for a, they've been working on this one for a long do you think a long time man do you think that Daniel Bryan do you think they knew about his condition pretty far ahead or do you think that fell into the lap how do you feel I mean his that? availability like him being yeah I I think they they had to have known beforehand a little bit, maybe like two yeah. weeks or three weeks. But I really felt like this whole time that it was just kind of going back and forth, like whether or not, you know, is Shane McMahon a bad boss or is Kevin Owens, is he being, is he trying to be a good employee? But then he had Daniel Bryan this whole time. Like you weren't quite sure if, I mean, he was an anti-authoritarian, you know, like when yeah, yeah, early yeah. on. And so I really had no pulse of which of what was going to happen. So, but when Daniel Bryan came back for three years, it was like, OK, I think that kind of fell to the wayside for me. I'm like, I kind of don't care anymore. Yeah. But um, but you do got to feel a little bit for Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Uh, where do you think they're going to land up? I don't know. It it feels like tonight was their night to get their like, because you you knew they weren't getting fired. They're gonna show up on Raw and be like, hey, right. we're not on SmackDown. I'm coming to Raw. So like, I know the shakeup's coming. So I, I don't I don't know. I really don't know what's gonna happen to them. That's so, a hard that's a hard call. Here's an interesting thing. Isn't I wonder how how much does Sami Zayn weigh? If oh, maybe he moves to 205 or whatever. Maybe. Or, I mean, I could be completely wrong. I mean, I, I don't have uh, encyclopedic uh, what, knowledge. What if, they of, both just, what if they both just went back to NXT? That would be amazing. That would be great. Triple H is like, hey, Undisputed we, Aaron, we just these sent guys. a bunch of dudes up there. <laughs> Dude, Kevin Owens versus Roddy Strong or Adam Cole, baby. Uh, I think that would be great. Uh, Sami Zayn. I, I mean, who knows? He could go, go back to Mexico. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 the word on the street, at least. That's the legend I hear. Um, How do you feel about just Daniel Bryan in general, like him, his in-ring ability? Uh, that first night when he was back on SmackDown, I think he showed me that he still had it. Uh, the way he was just bouncing off the ropes. 
the yeah. back and you know the drop kicks back and forth, but especially on WrestleMania when he's running the ropes, he's going probably he's probably the fastest. Yeah, guy. I mentioned that during the match was like he runs the ropes so so fast. It's like scary to watch how fast he runs the ropes. He's faster than some cruiserweight guys, I think. <laughs> he's quick. Dude. He's quick. <laughs> But uh, it definitely gave me goosebumps, and I'm just so happy that he's he's back doing his thing, doing the thing that he loves. So thank you, Brie he Bella. Took the, he took the um the apron power bomb like Whew. pretty early in the match, right? Yep. Yeah, that's what that's what got the medical team out there to look yep. at him. Yeah, I, I had a feeling he'd come back. I mean, just how could he not wrestle, right? But, what do you um, think he does from here on out? Because he's is he going to go back to being the GM or is he going to just wrestle full time? What do you think? Hmm. I don't know. I don't, we'll have to see uh, about tomorrow. There's a lot of unanswered questions here. I don't know if KO and Sammy try to grovel their way back uh, to SmackDown at all. Uh, I think that might be a possibility because they do grovel a lot. And they, they are yeah. kind of <laughs> pathetic that way. But um, I mean, I mean, we're going to talk about Styles and Nakamura a little bit later on, but I think that's there's going to be a few more matches there. I don't know if he gets another title shot. I mean, he did have to get up the, give up the title too, just like Balor did. Yeah. So maybe we get a triple <laughs> triple threat between him, Styles, and Nakamura in SummerSlam. Yeah, for sure. I didn't even think about that till now, but I want to see that like now, <laughs> please. Please and thank you. So, um, so yeah, that, I don't know, man. It's it's really it's really hard to say. I think it's going to be a little bit more part time just for just to keep them healthy. Um, but man, I just don't know about any immediate plans. It's it's really hard to say. Because who do they? Who who becomes the SmackDown GM? That's another question, right? Yeah. yeah. And what about Shane? Like he's he was taking like a leave of absence, and now he's like sick. And well, then he wrestled. I don't know. That's, it seems like SmackDown is just kind of up in the air now. Yeah, I think the the powers that be, it can go any which way. I and mean, I guess we'll find out tomorrow. Um, they'll just let Sammy and Kevin run SmackDown. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be fantastic. So let's uh, let's move on to uh, our our girl Nia, Nia yeah. Jax versus Alexa Bliss. So Bliss was a bully. She's a bully, and uh, and she got what's coming to her. So, uh, yeah, Nia Jax w- winning the title, the Raw Women's yes. title. Finally, and finally, man. Finally. finally. And so what would have meant to you if Bliss won instead of Nia? I'd have been, I would honestly, like, I know it's just like, well, it's the story, but, like, I would have been bummed. I wanted – I'm a big, big – Big Nia fan. I like Nia a lot. She's I, great. She's come a I'm long so way, she but she's I would fantastic. Have been like, I would have been really bummed out if she wouldn't have won at WrestleMania. I'm glad they, they pulled the trigger on that. Just to her, like, her pure emotion when she won it. When she started cr- when they yeah. handed her the belt and she started crying, like, I got pretty misty, dude. Like, pretty. Like, I was really, really, really pumped for her. Right. I mean, like, there's only so much a person – can take from that kind of abuse. And, and the thing that I was talking about before about Charlotte and Oscar, like the stark difference, this is the greatest difference I think we'll probably ever see in a women's match as far as, far as, as size, is as far as size is concerned. Yeah. So, I mean, Nia is big. I mean, she's big, big and beautiful, but she's big. Yeah. Yeah. And then, 
I mean, I thought she's thick. We like to say thick, thick around these parts. <laughs> Maybe I'll I'll co-opt that term too. But um, but Alexa Bliss, I mean, she did a really great job, just like kicking the knees out. I mean, I thought that was going to be a, a problem because I mean that's what you do for like any bigger opponent, you know, um, male or female. Like you just kick Alexa, their knees out. Alexa is such a good heel wrestler. Like she doesn't have like. Yeah a giant like move set like a really like expansive move set but like just the way that she can work like a body part or like roll out of the ring to get out of something or like i mean she like i raked naya like three or four times but like she yeah. is an incredible wrestler man she's so good she was about to turn naya into a cyclops yeah the man. first <laughs> cyclops wrestler in she, <laughs> yeah, WWE she raked her eyes quite a few times dude i was worried she's she's really good i mean She's got her moves. She's got that, that DDT, that like spinning, like mm. spinning thing she does. I don't know. I'm not sure what she calls it. Spark- twisted or, twist or whatever. Yeah, right? it used to be like the sparkle or something, but then she turned nasty. Oh, She's also she another can, like, nasty woman. Like I said, she can just work a body part like with like kicks and like hair pulls and like little punches and stuff. She's really good, man. She's really good. Yeah, but I think the the, the, white, the right woman won like 100%. Yeah. And I mean, there's a difference between like – I know Nia's had a few title matches on, like, other pay-per-views, but, like, winning the title at WrestleMania is, like, that's got to be something different, you know? Oh, for sure. For sure. And, and plus, like, uh, she's in the same family bloodline as The Rock. The Rock, And yeah. Roman Reigns. So, wrestling goes deep. And I thought it was really cool. And it would have, I don't know, I just would have been really confused if especially with the the physical differences, right? Yeah, it's like Alexa would have had to done a lot to make up for that size difference. Yeah, you know. And I like the fact that Nia came out and just beat the hell out of Mickey James to start the match. It was beautiful. <laughs> oh, when she does that, it's like why is why is she beating pull, up my like... older my old aunt? <laughs> when she does the hair pull, yeah, where she swings them back and forth on the barricade, man, that thing is brutal. When she does that, I love it. One 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 part of the match I thought was really interesting because do you remember that match with Bailey versus Nia Jackson NXT where Bailey won with a guillotine? No, I don't. I don't know if I've seen that. You you need to because this is when when Nia was starting to become a a real big problem. No pun intended. Yeah. But she was becoming a problem because there was another. I mean, Bailey's not big, but of course, like there's going to be a size difference between her yeah. and any girl. But she yeah, won yeah. with the guillotine and Alexa slapped a guillotine on her and i'm like this is it <laughs> like this is how she wins but yeah uh naya got out of it and i think once i saw that i was like okay things look are looking really good for naya and i'm stoked that she got the title that second rope samoan drop looked pretty brutal too man whoo yeah i mean it's like we we're talking about the the coup de gras right so yeah. like you've got like a you know, 185, 200 pound guy, there's only so much stank you can put behind it. But if you're getting slammed <laughs> by a, a 300 pound, big and beautiful, thick lady, yep, like it's going to, it's going to hurt. Especially if you're Alexa Bliss, like she can't be more than like 110. So yeah, she got, yeah. Congrats, Naya. Oh man. Our just, girl. Just the, the joy on her face after winning and like her tears was like, ah, I, I felt good, man. I was I'm 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 really excited she won. Was I think a, it was much deserved, and I think I like it that they kind of booked in the whole like bullying thing with like her kind of going on top. I think it was a really good thing for them to do. 
for sure. So is there is there uh, Ronda and Nia now? I mean, we'll see. I mean, we'll the see. superstar shakeups kind of kind of decide everything, but yeah. I mean, Ember Moon came on Raw tonight, so I think I like to see. I mean, they're both kind of doing the face thing right now, so I don't really know what's next for really any of the women right now. I, maybe Alexa kind of moves to the back. I'd like to see another match with Nia. Maybe I just don't really know right now. Well, I tell you what, I don't want a half werewolf. I don't want to to piss off a half werewolf because I I think Ever Moon <laughs> is like half werewolf. So yeah, <laughs> my girlfriend was like, she's kind of spooky. <laughs> I don't think spooky. she's before. Yeah, she's spooky. I dig it. I love it. All right, let's get to at least this is my most anticipated match: AJ Styles oh. versus uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. All right, so flat out, what did you think about this match? I like the in- I like Nakamura's entrance quite a bit. I thought it was pretty rad with all the violin guys and the Alice Cooper lady playing guitar was pretty cool. She shreds. Yeah. I mean, I think you know this too. I'm not a huge I'm not a huge Nakamura guy either, but I was excited for this match because I love AJ Styles, and I know they're gonna burn the place down. Right. I was I was expecting something a little bit more faster paced. Yeah. Right. But it really turned into just a slow methodical match. Not plotting cuz plotting for me would be just boring. Yeah. But I had to I had to Which, think in my head as like is this boring? And I'm like, "No, this isn't boring. It's just these guys are sizing each other up the whole time." And I also think the crowd was kind of you could tell the crowd was like i mean everyone's excited for this wrestling match mm. but i think the crowd was kind of exhausted at this point you could tell right and there's a few moments where the energy would pick up yeah but then it just kind of mellow out it's almost as and if like you're a watching big spot a... or a big like reversal spot you could tell the crowd was like oh yeah if i were to give this kind of uh, a, the sports treatment because we all know wrestling is a sporting event, right? Yes. But of course the, our greatest sport, if I may <laughs> hashtag our greatest sport, Do it. but, but this felt like a baseball game. Like I can see that. Yeah. 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 Sure. Cause you're sitting there, you're eating your popcorn, you're kind of talking, you know, stats with your, with your, your boys to the side, and all of a sudden... And like, then all of a sudden, like, the crack of the bat kind of brings you to life right. or whatever, right? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I, I think this warrants, uh, uh, along with uh, Charlotte and Asuka, uh, and then the Rousey match, This I think this really warrants maybe a second or third watch to I, really I, I get everything. Agree, yeah. So, I mean, I think, I think just Nakamura has such a presence about him. Like, he's not the most... I mean, he's not going to flip, right? Uh, he's not going to do any flips, He's but he's going to kick the crap out of you. But, oh, and speaking of kicking the crap out of each other, what really piqued my interest was AJ Styles just elbowing the crap out of oh, Nakamura. Yeah. And then yeah. the kicks and the elbows, like these guys just went for it hard. I yeah. want to see Nakamura's face after. <laughs> Tomorrow night, I want to see Nakamura's fun. face. This had more of like an MMA feel to it, like like you said, like yeah. a lot of strong style stuff, kicks, elbows, which I mean goes going back to like your baseball analogy is like you know kicks, elbows are kind of like just watching pitch after pitch, and then maybe a single you see like a, a reversal or like AJ would try to do the forearm or whatever, and that's when the crowd would kind of pick up, you know? Right, yeah, but at, at the end of this match, I believe Nakamura was going for a Kinshasa. 
yeah. meet a face. This was awesome. This met this uh, spot was sick. Dude. It was like really it. good. Yeah, because because uh, yeah because AJ was working on the knee the whole time and he was doing the calf crusher, but Shinsuke was going for it anyway. The Kinshasa, but he did yeah he just got him with the Styles Clash, and I was expecting a kick out, but it, there no kick out came. <laughs> it was a one two did three. You, did you expect Nakamura to win this match? When I kind of went into this match the same way that I went into Rousey, is that I didn't have any expectations. Okay. On this one, I would have I would have been fine with it, but considering that AJ won, and then we thought we were going to get the whole you know honorable. I'm like, oh, yeah. like this is the culture of Jap of the Japanese people, the honor. You, you were know? Re- you were ready for Shinsuke. I mean, yeah, I was. I was ready for him to win, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been sad because AJ is completely worthy. Yeah, he could hold the title for another year in my mind, but I wouldn't have minded Shinsuke getting it anyway. But like I was, I was getting to you know him taking the knee and bestowing the title to AJ Styles. And what happened next? Freaking low blow, man! I was, I, I couldn't believe that. But yeah, I knew I was something shocked. was up once. Shinsuke was like doing that whole like honorable thing, like giving him the belt. But I was like, "There's no way he's gonna like heel turn on him right now." And then he hit him with that, and I was like, "Oh my oh, gosh, man. I can't believe that." I think that at to at at this point, it was probably the most shocking thing that I saw all night. I think so for yeah, for sure. And then taking him out to the outside and doing the Kinshasa to the outside, it's just like, man. Uh, I mean, I know everyone loves uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, but this might turn into uh, a Gargano and Ciampa thing. Maybe not as much as that. I don't think people are going to boo him out the building because Nakamura is just so cool. But I, that's just low. That's dirty to me. I'm not like I'm not. Su- I was never really super familiar with Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. Like in New Japan Bullet Club stuff, was he was he a heel over there, or was he always just kind of a crazy like? face guy i think he, he i think he was nasty at times i don't know I, i'm i'm not a, uh, a new japan guy but i mean I like heard, is, is this is this more geared toward his character overseas i don't think so i think he, i mean he's he's always been cool but i yeah. think within him being cool was the potential to be nasty okay and so i mean with a guy that does like kicks like that i mean there's a little bit of nastiness inside of him right just to go full bore, like, across the chest with <laughs> your leg. I mean, just the way they were going at each other. But, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I'm, I'm super excited to see his, like, a heel run for him. I think that'll be cool for him. Yeah, we'll see what we'll see what happens. It it's, remains to be seen exactly what's to come. But, uh, like I said, SummerSlam, it could be AJ Nakamura 3 at that point. Could be triple... Yeah. Triple threat with Daniel Bryan and those two guys, which would be amazing too, because Daniel Bryan never lost the title; he had to give it up. And so, I, that's that's my call. I'm calling it right now. So we'll we'll see what how happens. Good, how good do you think AJ Styles has been since he's come over to WWE? So really, it was really after uh, the WrestleMania versus Jericho. Jericho, yeah. Uh, that was his. That was his time where he really showed everyone what he was about. Because Royal Rumble was exciting, and if you weren't familiar with him, you got a little taste of what he could do. But it was really 
the coming out party was Mania two years ago, I think, in Dallas versus Jericho. And since then, he's just been on a tear, especially uh, starting the Cena stuff. That's yeah. when he really came uh, into his own because it's been about like six months he was feuding with Cena up until the Royal Rumble. I, I hope. Believe. I would like to see him go over to Raw and have start having matches with those guys like Finn and Seth. I think those dudes could tear it down yeah. super hard. He's still got the title. And we yeah. still to see who's going to come over to SmackDown too. Or Smack, yeah, come over to Smack. I right. think I would love that. He just, I mean, he, he could probably wrestle Shinsuke a few more times because I'm sure that's where their feud's going to go. But I would love to see him with Seth and Finn. I think that would be awesome. Maybe it's Finn. Finn's not doing anything. Throw him over to SmackDown. He's, he's, he is not doing anything right now. We'll, we'll see what happens there. But yeah, so I would say, like I said, I would say this match warrants about two or three or four rewatchings and I'll see how I feel at this point, but I still thought it was very good. Um, You know, if you, if you like a nice game of baseball, (laughs) sit down (laughs) with some popcorn and and a beer and enjoy yourself. Speaking of enjoying myself, I think it's time to talk about Nicholas. Nicholas. Shout out to Nicholas. (laughs) Okay. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Okay. Go ahead. I, I asked you this before this match started. I was like, all right, under your head who is Braun's partner who did you say it was was it Joe that I, I think I said Samoa Joe yeah and I was like it's got to be big show it's 100% two I remember big guys. being bummed when you said that yeah respect the all respect in the world the big show but but you you kind of knew it deep down like yeah that makes sense right two yeah. big guys like, I don't get along with anybody but this guy is as big as me Whoa, and you're like oh man uh, big show sucks but it makes sense I guess right and and I've been tweeting about this a little bit about how Strowman just kind of threw himself into that tag team battle Royal. I'm like, dude, you're not a tag. Like who allowed this? Who allowed this to happen? He's not, he's not in a tag team, but he won it. And then they're just kind of like at this point, like, well, you got to put him against the bar and he shows up and he's like, what did Strowman say? Like, no one's my partner's no one in the back. Yeah. Or it's like, it's it was, here in the crowd. First of all, he tipped, he tipped over the uh, the Mardi Gras float, with a, which I thought was pretty funny. What is the bar doing? Like, did um, they get like did they get drunk like in New Orleans? Like that was really bizarre for them. I mean, they're both from Europe, and I guess they could drink a ton. Yeah. If I may stereotype, if I may. <laughs> but but I'm like, bar. What are you doing? Like, I just thought. Do you know what I thought it was at first when I that, that first started coming out? Like. Is this the Kid Rock performance? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Thank God well, it was. <laughs> like the whole like just a weird WrestleMania skit. Like all of there would have been like old wrestlers underneath like those big masks. The return whatever, of but, Adam like, Rose. The bar was, like, went out and I was like, what are they doing? Yeah, like I like I really thought it was Adam Rose coming back or something. Like either Kid Rock <laughs> or Adam Rose. <laughs> the Rosebuds, dude. Mardi Gras, man, the party bus. That's funny. But yeah, so. Braun Strowman comes out. My partner's not in the back. It's in the crowd. And I really thought, like, I had no idea what to expect when he was going through the Dude, crowd. I, I was like, I, when he started, when, when, when he was like, it's nobody in the back. And I was like, wait, what is he doing? And then he's like, it's going to be one of you. I was like, no, he's not serious, is he? Like, I really couldn't believe that they, like, went with this. This was really, but this was maybe the, 
the most shocking thing other than maybe like Nakamura's heel right. turn. Like this was maybe the most shocking thing of the night, right? I loved it. I was shocked, I but I loved it. I could not believe that they really pulled the trigger on this. It's like, what's your name? <laughs> and I'll tell you what. So I, this is like the peak of when my children were watching. And they were just losing their minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Braun Strowman is their new favorite wrestler. Because, like, like, imagine if you were a kid, right? You're eight, nine years old, and you're at WrestleMania, and this six, seven bro, not even bro, I don't want to call he's he's too manly. He's a, to be, ma- he's he's a, a mountain man. of a man, Matt. Yes. <laughs> Who'd you take in a fight, the mountain from Game of Thrones or, or uh, Braun Strowman? I don't know, man. <laughs> I like Braun. I like Braun too. I like his pants he wears, man. Some stylish pants, and you see in the <laughs> the crotch where you can where you can uh, you know flex him a little bit. You know, the, the stretching. He's a big man. He needs some stretch in his pants. And so he brings in Nicholas, and the crowd is just losing their minds that he's bringing a child in to the ring, and and of course Cesaro and Sheamus are incredulous. They're just ah, man. This was Braun's. Braun's, like, comedic, like, face turn is, like, I can't believe it. it's so good. Like, the stuff he did with Elias. Brains, like, Strowman? Face. I wanted to yeah, see no Brains. One. Yeah, Brains was brains was really weird, but it was, like, funny. It was weirdly <laughs> funny. And then, like, throwing Kurt Hawkins through, like, the drywall was, like, dude, when he ate the cake that one time on yeah. his rampage was, like, peak, like, funny Braun yeah. for me. For for me, it was the bass guitar, and he actually Smashing knows how to sing. So good. <laughs> he can sing. What can't he do? When he was like playing the bass, and all the strings right. just broke. That was awesome. I I want to go. I want to go back a little bit here, but how about uh, Elias? What do you feel about Elias's place in this whole WrestleMania thing? I knew that he would have a spot, like doing like. I really thought he was geared up for like the celebrities i mean everything i'd heard maybe was like the rock he was gonna do something with the rock right like right. you knew he was gonna have like a celebrity spot like playing a guitar and then like if you smell or like somebody hogan yep. whoever when it came out and like just destroyed him but like the fact that he had like a weird like squash match with cena was kind of weird was kind of weird and then i don't know i, mean, I love elias man. Me too. i really like elias he would have been a great choice for Strowman too that, that's I who thought. I thought it was going to be all this whole time, like when he won the battle royal, because he was feuding with him at the mm-hmm. time, so it only made sense for Elias to join him. Like, hey, by the way, I squashed you with a bass and a piano. Sorry like, about that. Yeah, <laughs> come be my partner. <laughs> it made total sense. And then Nicholas. Yeah, man, that kid was scared out of his mind, dude. I, it looked like he was like they would show him on the ropes, and I don't know if it was just from the like ring just moving back and forth. But like, I thought he was just so nervous that he was like shaking the ropes. The I, whole thought, time, you know? I thought he was going to fly off the ring. Yeah. And Strowman bounds off them. It was just like that kid needed to hold on for dear life. <laughs> it was funny when they first got in the ring and Strowman like was doing the whole ropes thing where he like bends the ropes for him to get yep. in. He's like, get in there. <laughs> and he like walked in all like softly. or whatever. Hey, if Braun Strowman tells you to do something, you do it. Like, could you really like what were you thinking this whole time? Like, 
were you really surprised that they were actually doing this? Yes. Or were you, did you think that a partner was actually coming out at some point? I, I just thought Braun could actually probably take the bar and they're doing this. Yeah. And he did. I mean, but what does that say about Sheamus? So this is what happened on Raw tonight. They relinquished the tag team titles. Yeah, I saw this. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Braun wins with Nicholas. The youngest no. tag team champion in the WWE when history. He, I really liked when he tagged him. Oh, he dude. Second. That was hilarious. Did you see the look on Cesaro's face? Yeah. He's like, am I going to am I gonna do the Cesaro swing to a 14? Not even 14-year-old. He's like 10. <laughs> like, I really like, can't believe they didn't let the kid pin Cesaro or pin whoever. I thought that was kind of weird. Oh, yeah. I thought maybe they were going to let him not like throw any punches or do anything, but at no. least like... Braun like maybe like picked him up and like maybe like dropped him on top of Cesaro or something but like that it all goes back to like was this something completely completely out of the blue or like was this kid a plant or what I don't know I don't know but all I can say is that I'm I'm buying floor seats at every WWE live event I'm going to in the future bringing my child then maybe she'll go against Ronda Rousey or Charlotte Flair or something like that. That's all I know. Oh, I'm I'm thrown down. Up on Raw today, did, did you see it when he came on Raw? What the Nicholas? Yeah. Oh yeah. When he was like, "Where's your partner at?" and he like, "He's right behind me," and he showed up in the crowd like lost it, man. It was so funny. It was great. It was fantastic. What did he say? He's like, "We can't. We have to give up the titles." Because my partner's in fourth grade or whatever. That just goes back to, like, <laughs> Braun's, like, comedic stylings just being, like, so good right now. The scheduling wouldn't work. Yeah. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to go out on tour and defend so the title. So funny. So good. He, Braun is so good right I don't know what he's going to do now, but he's he's been amazing these past few months, man. For sure. For sure. All right. Let's move Let's move on to the last match. We've been, we've been we, going for a while. We have to. I think it's been about two, close to two hours, but this is WrestleMania. We have seven hours of action. And we're taking two hours to talk about it. So we could probably talk about this one for two more hours. I think. I think so I don't too. Want to, but we could. There's a lot to die. There's a lot to unpack here. I feel like there's so little that really happened, but so much to talk about. Which is insane, right? Like mm. it just, it's just a squash. But they like, there's just so much to just dig into on this one. Right, and so we talked about the base. Okay, so it's Brock Lesnar, the champ, versus Roman Reigns. And I, I'm having a hard time because we talked about the baseball analogy with Styles and Nakamura. But this was just big blow after. This is like if the Golden State Warriors played against themselves. <laughs> just bombing threes and dunking the whole time. Yeah. Because in this match, all we got were suplexes. F5s, Superman, Superman punches, punches spears, spears, and maybe some like throwing dudes off onto a announced table or whatever. But this oh, match man, was really brutal. When he threw Roman like face first into the table, that looked really gnarly. You don't you don't mess with Brock Lesnar, and I think Roman is really one of the only guys to really be able to go toe to toe with him. Yeah. And so one thing that was announced uh, today is that Brock Lesnar is back with the WWE. He signed a contract and they'll be facing each other at the greatest 
Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia, the, the aforementioned. And steel cage, man. Steel cage. And it's still, I mean, I think it's more gnarlier to have just the match that they had here at WrestleMania, to be honest. But we'll see. <laughs> Maybe this is Roman's last chance, but I don't know. This match, I think, was better than the crowd wanted to believe. And... Yeah, so I, I thought it was a really good match for what it was, for just two guys just beating the holy crap out of each other. Yeah. So we talked about this offline a little bit, but uh, Roman bleeding like a stuck pig. The crimson mask, man. He was... Yeah. That was gnarly, man. He, I mean, Brock did that whole... Um, who did he fight at SummerSlam? Randy Orton that one time, right? Where he just kept hitting with those elbows or whatever. And like, he just, he unleashed, man. He was, he was bleeding super bad, way bad. Well, and Orton passed out from those, but but Roman didn't. Yeah. Like those are like the sharpest part of your elbow across your hairline. Oh, that's gotta hurt so bad, man. Did you, did you see Roman's gash tonight on Raw? They said that he had like 10 staples or something in it, right? My goodness, dude crazy and so so i really thought roman was going to win this one but brock won he gets the title which was really shocking because there's rumblings about him going ufc you know paul Heyman. five f five f5s dude that's a lot that's a lot but roman <laughs> so can take it man <laughs> okay what's your thought on roman reigns i don't i don't i don't hate roman reigns i don't i don't He's not my favorite wrestler by any stretch, though. Like, I think he always... I mean, this was the fourth WrestleMania he's headlined in a row, which is nuts, man. That's crazy to think about. Yep. But, I mean, he always brings it. It's always a big fight atmosphere whenever he's in the main event. He always puts on a good match. He's got, like, limited moves, but he makes them work. He can always make a big spot. But, like, this match He has good matches like, with everybody. Yeah, with everyone. He, Roman Reigns... Often never has a bad match, dude. Not really. But this yeah. match was so weird because everybody hates Roman just to – it's fun. It's like the cool thing to do, right? It was a John Cena sucks. But, thing. like, who out there really, like, likes Brock Lesnar, though? Do you feel like? I did for a little bit. For, like, dude, Brock Lesnar was my favorite wrestler for a long time. But, like, his act's getting old. And I want to see someone else with the title, but like, I just, as, as for as much as people love to hate Roman Reigns because it's fun, I, I would bet that there's a lot of people who don't like Brock Lesnar, Not who want him gone, you know? So we we're, we're talking offline a little bit. I don't know if, I don't know if this is offline or not, but we're talking about when we were getting in the wrestling, when I was getting back into it later yeah. on that summer, SummerSlam. You know, when he totally picked apart John Cena, like that was like Brock Lesnar's a problem because I missed the first little bit of Brock Lesnar's run uh, when he first started. And so, and so, but at this point, it's like, okay, all right, he's F5ing, he's suplexing. I mean, the crowd was not into the suplexing at all. And, but I I mean, I think the greatest Rumble Rome, Royal Rumble. It's Roman's time. Like he's got to, he's got to win this. I mean, he's gotten how many chances to, to beat Brock and get the the title, but it's just, he's just never gotten it. 
And so, I don't know. This match was better. I mean, this might turn the volume down when you watch this one. <laughs> I was distracted the whole time. Did <laughs> you think he was going to kick out of that last F5? I really, like, I really didn't know how this match was going to end. Like, I went in pretty pre-prepared for Roman to win and be kind of upset. But at the same time, I was like, man, at least Brock will be gone. Like, just we got to change this thing up. You know, I, yeah. I want a champion who's on raw every week and I want to see Roman defend against some, you know, Finn or Seth or Samoa Joe or just whoever, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm ready for a change. But like when Roman didn't kick out of the last F5, I was like, really? I can't believe yeah. Brock won. I mean, the F5 has got to put him away somehow. I mean, like it took, <laughs> so when Strowman faced Brock not too long ago, it took one F5. One, yeah, one. one. So is just like is Roman just prepared for this somehow? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. uh, so again, we're I, I think we're we're both still very very not sure what to think about this match, and it's going to be one of my re, my rewatches, uh, just in just again without the crowd because it was just really distracting to really know what was going on. These guys just kicked the crap at each other. Yeah. Roman bled like crazy, but. But overall, I WrestleMania this year, WrestleMania 34 as a whole, I really, really, really enjoyed this one. It was hardly... good, man. It was like I said, it's it's a long hang, but all in all, like I think there were some stinkers. I think Bludgeon Brothers and the U.S. title match was kind of a stinker. But other than that, all of the matches were yeah. really good, man. Really I mean, good. I mean, that was it. I mean, I took my dog out during the U.S. title match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I think it's a pretty high batting average, man. Like just talking about baseball, I guess. Which is all the baseball analogies. Yeah. But, um, but I think this goes down as because I, I feel like after every WrestleMania, maybe except for Dallas, from thirty on. With the exception for Dallas, everyone's like, that was the greatest WrestleMania. That was the greatest WrestleMania. What made 30 what was, great was, like, the Daniel Bryan story. But, I mean, there were battle royals. What was royals. the main event of the Dallas one? Was that Triple H in Roman? Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, it kind of had the same feeling as this one, too, except less blood and just, like, just less brutality. But what made 30 great was just really, you know, the Daniel Bryan story. But there are some sure. stinkers, like, in the middle there, too. But this one, for the most part, had some great matches and um, would rewatch while doing my bills or something. And (laughs) they did not let Kid Rock perform, which I think it was a good call. Great call. Maybe (laughs) fantastic call. I might have been down for Ba with a Ba for like a minute, but other than that, I'm done. Anyways. (laughs) Who do you think think had the best entrance of the night? The best entrance, man. Charlotte's was Charlotte's was really okay, good. Yes, 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 yes. Charlotte is my favorite. I'm glad you brought that up, dude. She, if there's anyone that is worthy enough to have hunky dudes, yeah, accompany her. I mean, she's the queen, right? So she has yeah. Roman centurions walking her to the walking her down the ramp, and I thought it was just amazing. You know, it kind of reminds me of like the whole. Um, do you remember Macho King? When yeah, yeah. It, and so, but I thought this was cooler. This was much, much cooler, right? So she just went to like I feel like she went to the Gold's Gym, and just like I want that dude, I want that <laughs> dude, 
and who put these can, helmets on. Right, and who could who can say no to the queen? Alexis, I liked Alexis too. Her yeah. on that pedestal or whatever coming down was pretty cool. Yeah, but I think I give first place to Charlotte hands down. Good call. And then maybe Shinsuke second. I'd have to think about this. I think the pancake thing was a little too esoteric for my tastes. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it, but I was like, I mean, that's what really they weird. do is silly, but it was like silly turned to eleven, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you know, what? I give third place to Mustafa Ali with the Sub Zero thing. Nice, but yeah. but um, Charlotte, hundred percent. I loved it. I would watch that ten times over and over and over. She was just <laughs> majestic. She was beautiful. All right, Tyler, we've, we've spent a lot of time talking about this WrestleMania, and I don't think we're going to, uh, in the future, I don't think it's going to take this long to talk through a whole card because, like yeah. I said, seven <laughs> hours of matches versus three. I think we'll make a shorter one next time around. But, dude, thanks so much for staying up late and, uh, and no talking. No problem, man. It was fun. I was excited is, to do it. So. Yeah. Is there is there uh, anything you want uh, our listeners to uh, check out of yours before uh, before we say goodbye? I mean, I do my podcast. It's called Very Cool with Tyler Q. It's been on a little bit of a hiatus. I got stuck with a pretty heinous work schedule for the past two months, but I am back to normal. So hopefully I'll have some new episodes out here pretty soon. And you can check that out on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud. It's called Very Cool with Tyler Q. And I will have you on. I mean, we got this cool Skype setup. Yeah. So hopefully I'll have you on at some point talking about wrestling and music and stuff. And whatever you'd like oh, just wrestling let's just talk about just wrestling, wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> i would like to know why you're a chicago cubs fan but we can get into that we, later we'll get yeah we'll get that a little bit later it's not a bandwagon <laughs> thing i swear i swear sean dunstan see i got a name oh man <laughs> bart, the bart man the bart man oh my gosh we'll talk about that yeah we'll talk about that later awesome uh, well yeah thanks for having me man no problem it. and so thank you guys for listening to this very very long podcast uh next time we'll we'll be talking about starcade 84 and so we're gonna have a blast so thanks thank you so much for sticking with us and we'll talk to you next time we're out see ya <laughs>